Welcome to Eternal Pages. I'm your host, Elder Roger Roll, and today we're going to talk about wisdom for righteous living. And joining me to cover this topic is Sister Shalane Parker-Smith, a good friend, a Bible worker, a prayer warrior, someone who works in all areas of the church. Welcome, Sister Shalane. Thank you, Brother Roger. It's good being here. Amen. And... We have Elder David Knowles, one who is excited about the Word of God and sharing the Word of God. So I would say welcome, Elder Knowles. Thank you very much. I would ask you to have a word of prayer as we begin our topic. Heavenly Father, we thank you for this wonderful day that you have allowed us to see. We're here to recognize that you are our supreme God. We yes. worship you because you are worthy of all our praise. Yes. We thank you for the Holy Spirit that is here to lead us into your word. Amen. We trust and pray Amen. that your spirit would be, and people who are listening would be edified, but more importantly, you will be glorified. Yes. We thank you in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 Psalms 90, verse 12 says, So teach us to number our days that we may gain a heart of wisdom. And we're talking about wisdom for righteous living. Ellen White writes in Steps to Christ, page 118, and this is an adapted version, thank God for the blessings he gives to us. Think about all the proof that God gives us of his love. Make a picture in your mind of God's many blessings. Think about these pictures as often as you can. Jesus, the Son of God, left heaven. Then Jesus became a man so he could save us from Satan's lies. Jesus won the fight against Satan for us. Jesus made a way possible for us to go to God in heaven. Jesus saved fallen humans from sin. Jesus connected us with God again. Jesus helps us to pass our different tests in life. Jesus is our God and our Savior. He covers us in his holy life, the same as clothes. Then Jesus invites us to sit down with him on his throne in heaven. God wants us to make pictures in our minds about all these things and then think about them carefully. Any of you want to comment on, on that? Because I could talk about that all day. Well, the theme is Jesus. Amen. And that is, that is the crux of our faith. And until we understand there's no other name given under man, under heaven, whereby we must be saved. <laughs> our grace, uh, God's grace to us, our salvation, everything hinges on Jesus. 
Amen. Amen. That's it. So I'd, I'd like to, for us to talk about something. How can God's word become the source of one's delight and not merely instruction? And, and I, I pause when I uh, think about instruction because we read the Bible and the acronym for B-I-B-L-E is Basic Instructions Before Leaving Earth. But I'm asking now, how can we cause this basic instructions before leaving earth to become the source of one's delight and not just instructions? The, the word of God says, his word is a lamp mm. unto our feet mm -hmm. and a light unto our pathway. So, therefore, if we want light and a pathway to be clear, mm. we have to get into God's word that would take us from point to point to point. And no matter, that's what you say, no matter where we are, join in the belly of the, of, of the big fish. Mm. God was in the depths of the ocean. Mm. God was able to reach him there. Yes. And he was, he was able to hear God change his mindset and God when he changed God had the big fish warmed him up where he was supposed to be that's that's the word and it, it applies to us the same way if we take him at his word we can never ever go wrong well, I, although I, we would have testing yes yes Trials, tribulation, and we mm, mentioned Job yes. early mm, on, mm, mm. that testing will come, but there's always a way of escape. This thing can be very complicated, but very <laughs> simple. Okay. Both A. Explain. <laughs> yes, please. We are sinners. We are doomed for destruction. Yes. That's our nature, right? God invested his grace through his son, Jesus Christ Hallelujah. to save us. That's the channel. Yes. He also wrote a manual mm -hmm. how you can be saved. So it, mm -hmm. he's gracious enough to save worthless sinners mm. undeserving. But he's also through the various prophets provided a road map how you can be saved. It's like you want to go to New York to Miami or whatever. You probably go to travel agents, you buy a ticket. Mm -hmm. All right, so, okay. Then leaving the country, you have to go through immigration, mm -hmm. customs, mm -hmm. and the rest of it. There's a road map, how you could get into Miami, mm -hmm. how you could get into New York. Mm -hmm. You could probably choose various flights, but there's, a, there's some preliminaries. Mm -hmm. So from Genesis to Revelation, it's a road map. How does he save this, this, this sinner? And... It's all showing the character and the love of this gracious God for undeserving sinners. Mm. So the Bible is so vital to our salvation. It's the roadmap. You want, you, you want to be saved. You say, how can I be saved? Study the Bible, and you're not going to believe it. The majority of people don't even read the Bible. My Lord, my Lord. And yet they want to go to heaven. And he said, here's the instruction. Not only that, he provides preachers, he provides inspirations. God does so many different things, anything to save you. But for the most part, we ignore it. 
And when we ignore it, we say he's a harsh God. Mm. Mm. But this, going back to the instruction, the first Psalms, mm -hmm. simple instruction. Mm -hmm. Blessed is the man mm -hmm. that walketh not in the counsel, the counsel of, of the ungodly, mm. nor standeth in the way of sinners, mm -hmm. nor sitteth in the seat of the scornful, mm -hmm. but his delight, delight. his delight is in the law of the Lord. <laughs> <laughs> and in his law do he meditate day and night. And we know what the rest of that psalm said. Yeah. Simple. Mm -hmm. Like you said, simple. It's simple. It's simple. But we make it so difficult. It doesn't have to be complicated. He gives us the instructions. We read it. And not only, see, to show how good God is, not only did he give you the manual, he gives you the Holy Spirit to lead yes. you into paths of righteousness. Yes. Yes. We yes. forget yes. that. Yes. Yes. But he's given you so many ways to, 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 for you to make it right. Maintain your faith. Amen. Amen. So how, how, is, how is, you mentioned reading the Bible. And I would uh, say that to me is what we mean by feeding on God's word. Mm -hmm. So how is feeding on God's word related to abiding in Jesus Christ, who is the word as we read in John chapter 1? What John talks about, when Jesus is talking about, I am the vine, you are the branch. It's a connection. Feeding. We have to eat to sustain our lives. Mm -hmm. That's naturally. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So why do we think our spiritual lives are, are any different? If you don't eat for a couple of days, you're going to feel a difference. Mm -hmm. And you know, eventually, if you don't eat, you will die. Mm -hmm. yes. Our spiritual life is as vital as our physical life. <laughs> Why do we separate it? Yes, Brother Knowles. Um, you feed life, physical life. If you don't, you'll see us wasting away and then death. You don't feed spiritual life, and we are walking around like dry bones. Mm. We are sour or complaining, just like the person in the world who don't have that relationship. So with us abiding in that word, our very disposition, our very speech, our very look, we're supposed to walk around. It's like the little boy sitting on the plane with his father. And they're going through a storm. Not like Peter Dose in the boat with Jesus. Because they were troubled. But that little boy, they asked him, how come you're not concerned? <laughs> we are going through all this turbulence and the plane is rocking. And we know when we fly in and the plane yeah. make one dip in our stomach, you know. Yeah. And he said, my father is the yeah. captain. And we can bring that to a spiritual yes. connotation as well, oh, yes. that my father... He's the captain. He's the captain. He has confidence in he him. has everything. But listen here. One of the things from Ella Raja and Sister Smith that we seem to ignore. Mm -hmm. We feel that if we don't study um, the Word of God and feast or eat the spiritual food, let me tell you some of the dangers of that. And you've seen this in people who have professed Christianity, okay. for whatever reason, they stray away. When you don't eat food, there's emptiness. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And Sister Smith, who's a trained nurse, knows the danger of getting ulcers and the rest of it. Mm -hmm. In the spiritual life, I see it as if there's a vacancy or some 
something empty. The mind then becomes um, substance. You get it's easy to get into false doctrines. Uh, Satan gets into your mind, mm. and eventually you don't even have a mind to even study the word no more. So there's a danger in not feeding on the word. So not only some, your, and remember when Jesus said with the, 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 that house where the, the spirit left, you know, if you don't have the spirit, the Holy Spirit come in, a worse de mm. demon comes in. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So when you don't feast in the word, there's so many dangers. You may not feel like eating today. You say, I'll eat tomorrow, I'll eat something, we'll catch up. But any day that you don't feast on the word, Satan is like a roaring lion seeing who he could try to see who he could destroy mm -hmm, and devour. Mm -hmm. You have to understand mm -hmm. the enemy, he's there, mm -hmm. he's there in press, he's present there to try to discourage you. He's putting all kind of nonsense in your head. So feeding in the word is as important as eating physical food. And until we understand the importance of being fed spiritually, we're leaving our minds open to say, Satan just walk in, the door's open. Yeah, yeah. And who left it open? Yeah, yeah. And, and, he, and say, uh, Christ stands at the door and knock and waits for you to invite him in. Satan doesn't do that. No. Satan kicked that door down. If he, yes. if that house, he, he like the thief. He coming in whether you, whether you know it or not. And he also has the ability to, but remember, he's subtle. He makes things so attractive. And he mm. plays with your mind. Mm. And if you're not feeding on the word, you're going to fall for it. <laughs> um, your word have I hidden in my heart. Ah, that's the it. life of faith is maintained by walking in the law of the Lord. In, and it goes on to say, without blemishes, undefiled, a life devoted to God, is also a perfect way. Mm. It's a perfect mm. way. Mm. The devil is right there. And, and remember to, it, it, <laughs> when we talk when John got the vision about the seven churches, you talk about Satan in the synagogue. We always think about Satan. He said, boy, don't go to the nightclub. Yeah, don't go there. Yeah, 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 yeah. He's right in church. Yeah, yeah. He's right yeah. in church. Yeah. Yeah. It's an understanding. I don't know why yeah. we don't understand yeah. that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And so, so it kind of ties into what you're saying, ties into uh, what I wanted to touch on next is, uh, you know, sometimes we may be so busy that we miss a day reading the word, but you recognize that, and the next day you make sure to get back into it. But what about the person who has looked at the Bible and said, that don't even make sense. I'm, re I'm, I'm rejecting that, and they, they don't read the word. They, make, they consciously say, I'm not going to read that. That doesn't make sense, and they reject God. What 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 happens to that person? Well, when you when you have a Bible study with them, or not necessarily Bible study, you remind them. When some people use the logic, well, there's no God. I don't believe in God. Yeah, you probably turn to that pastor and say, "The fool has said it is hard. There's no God. You're just proving that the Bible is true." <laughs> but on the, on the other hand, study of the Word is important. You see, your mind has to be filled with the Word daily. And then the Spirit leads you into paths of righteousness. Mm. So you don't leave yourself yeah. open. We are human. Yeah. You, we we yeah. tend to forget that we are born in sin and shaped in iniquity. And sometimes, although we feel like we are sanctified and ready to go to heaven, but all of us are vulnerable. Yes. Remember Elijah? Yeah. 
Yes. He prayed yes. to die. Yes. This is a man who saw yeah, yeah, yeah. great fire. victories and miracles yes. for the Lord. Yes. All of us have our yes. moments of victory yeah. and feel defeated. Yes. Yeah. But where's yeah. Elijah today? He's in heaven. Yes. In heaven. Yes. So yes. He, he had his vulnerability. Yes. Yes. Abraham yes. had his vulnerability. Yes. Moses yes. has had his vulnerability. Moses is in heaven. Abraham is not yet. But Moses is up there. So God understands our shortcomings. But we need to be in the word. Yes. And and you mentioned Abraham is not. He sleeps awaiting that he yes. resurrection. Yes. 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 He's looking for a city whose builder <laughs> and maker is God. Is God. Yes. 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 And so I, I, I would ask uh, Sister Celine, why can the way of the wicked seem more desirable? Because mm, you, you mentioned uh, Psalm, Psalms 1, and also we had Psalms 141, more desirable than the counsel of the righteous. You, you talk about uh, we're, we're told not to um, be like sinners, not to live like them. We're to encourage them in the ways of the Lord. But sometimes you look at the wicked, and as David said, why do the wicked prosper? prosper. You know, and I'm here <laughs> struggling. Why, why does it sometimes appear to be more desirable than the counsel of the righteous? We ever heard of fool's gold? Ooh. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes, It ma'am. appears to be. Mm. It appears to be the good thing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But when the testing... Mm-hmm. And the shaking time come. It's the same thing in, in, in the humanness of us that we don't believe that this word is for real. You're gonna the psalmist say you're gonna be like a chaff in the wind. Hmm. But for those of us who are abiding, we would be like tree. The wind, no matter what comes up against us. Don't look at that fool's goal because the enemy, he always makes, again, going back like how he tried to tempt Jesus. Look at this. And some of us are caught up. Caught up in that. Caught up in that because I always said, I prefer to drink from a stream that is flowing than to have everything brought to me one time. Because as long as I live... There's a flow of yes, blessings. Yes. That's how God is every day. Wonderful there's a flow. Yes, yes. Right? Yes. But Satan bring this, this, all of this before you. <laughs> yes. And yes. I can have it now. Yes. Which is yes. also a lie, mind you. Of course. But the word of God say, trust me every day. Mm-hmm. And you would come out mm-hmm. as that pure, refined gold, not being fooled by that fool gold. But I think the, the psalmist has given us such wisdom here. And just like we, the question um, Elder Roger just asked you, that question was asked to David, or he came to that conclusion many, many hundreds of years ago. He was wondering just like how we're wondering because we know we see neighbors, we see people yes. driving nice cars, nice houses. Boy, we <laughs> wish we had in the rest yeah. of, have big jobs in the rest of, <laughs> And David had the same problem. Yes. He see these people, they never worship. They never seem to express uh, a love for the Lord. Yeah. And they're just like a green bay tree. They're planted. They have apartments <laughs> here, day. apartments over there, cars here and there. He said, what's wrong with me? I'm worshiping you. I'm doing everything. I'm, What's happening here? And say, yes. not until he went into ah. the sanctuary. Ooh. <laughs> not uh, he had he was perplexed just like that. 
Why are these people prospering and I'm I'm just struggling? Why can't I pay my rent? Why can't I pay my car? No, why did they take my car? Said, but not until he went in the sanctuary. Mm. Then he realized. Not until I show up to praise and worship him. Yes. And then God, through the Holy Spirit, revealed. And and we we talking about seeing the wicked prosper. And in one of the day's lessons, the Lord's test. And saying we must not repeat past generations mistake but like we go back to David David got an answer as to what was going on Job got an answer as to what was going on but there are those of us who because we are not lined up because we don't trust God we fail the test no matter we saying we are Christian you know Mm. there are that we go through because not everything that happens to us like like Jesus said to the I think the blind the, the, the child the man that was born blind yes the so child didn't sin everybody well, who sinned who sinned so him or his parents <laughs> but <laughs> so God God is, 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 has put in place so his glory could be seen yes. at a later yes. date yes yes, yes. At a later date. Yes. And yes. he promised, his promises are sure. So uh, is it possible? Not, not covered. <laughs> Do not envy. Yes. But trust God that what is for you and stand in your test and continue to give him praise. So is it possible, Elder Roger, that some of the trials that we are going through, God is allowing us to go through to bring glory to his name yeah. like mm-hmm. he did with the, yes. the blind man. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes. Why don't we have faith enough to trust God yes. with whatever we're going through? Yes. It's mm-hmm. for his honor yes. and his glory. Yes. But, yes. And why don't we look at it for as a privilege <laughs> to be that instrument to bring yeah. glory and honor to God through our tribulations, through <laughs> our troubles? Yes. But listen here, brother, brother, um, <laughs> brother Knowles. The goal of divine discipline is to strengthen God's children and to prepare them for the fulfillment of the promise as shown in Joseph. Hey, like I, I think I mentioned some. Joseph is one of my favorite Bible characters. Okay. Okay. He went through, eh? Yes, yes. he did. But yes. there was a fulfillment. Yes, yes, yes. So imagine if he didn't stand the test or stood the test, his whole nations would have died. But remember, Joseph's test started with his brethren. Yeah. Home, long yeah. before he went in Egypt. <laughs> a test. Yes. Test. Yes. He, he test. passed it right through. Yes. Mm-hmm. And, and even as we see that, Joseph had to go through some things so that he could be refined. Yes. And, and you know, we talk about refiner's fire. We talk about God removing the dross from our character because he wants us to become perfect. He's trying to purify And so us. as we go, you know, I, 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 I like gardening and landscaping, and a tree might be <laughs> blossoming, blossoming, blossoming very well. But the thing is, sometimes you still have to prune Prune a tree clip Mm -hmm. just so that tree will come into its full potential rather than allow it to just grow all over the place. And as a gardener, pruning 
It's painful. 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 Yeah. Painful. But it's necessary. Pain. Yes. Yes. <laughs> so God does have to remove from things from even us. Yes. As he had to do with Joseph yeah. as a young man, God revealed certain things to him. And at the time, Joseph still didn't have the right attitude. He had to learn some things mm-hmm. so that God could perfect him to save his people. Joseph, and God get the glory. Joseph had to go to prison. Mm. Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego had to go through the, the fire. Oh. Daniel had to go the through the lion's den. Yes, Jonah yes. In the belly but, of the but yes. We are talking about <laughs> their story today, and we are blessed by their faithfulness. Yes, yes. And so as, as, as we begin to wind and we're talking about blessings and faithfulness. And I would ask, why is the story of the cross, Jesus dying on the cross for our sins, a sinless man dying for the sins of the whole world. And we all know that story. So why is the cross and what happened there the guarantee of the promises found in the Bible, in the New Testament? And how, how do we get comfort in those promises even now? Because sometimes persons read a promise in the Bible, and unless the Holy Spirit helps them connect it, that that promise was not only for the person or the nation in the Bible, but it's for you personally. So how do we get comfort in, in knowing that? And how do we understand that those promises are for us as well? Well, to me, that is the most exciting part of the whole Bible. And until and unless we understand the cross, the story of the cross, that is the tenant. That is the basis of our faith. Mm-hmm. And if we mm-hmm. miss that, we might as well not go to church anymore. Mm. Because the whole story of the cross is redemption. Yeah. We are sinners. We've been talking about this for the past few minutes. Sinners saved by God's grace. It's a mystery how this magnificent, this awesome God could come in the form of human flesh. We can't even begin to comprehend that. But it was necessary to save humanity. So he did that. And this is why Satan was his main object every day was trying to get him not to go on the cross. Mm. That was his main object. He walked, and strange enough, when he finally went on the cross, he, he used his he changed his strategy. Well, if you're the son of God, just come, come down. Come <laughs> you, you understand, you understand it. But Jesus went the whole idea of the cross is salvation to the sinner. So he successfully went to the cross. And if he went to the cross, that's one thing. But to rise again victoriously, that's where our dependence of our faith is based, of a risen Savior. Amen. And until we understand that, we are worshiping in vain. Amen. Amen. It was the ultimate sacrifice. God so loved the world Hmm. that he gave his only begotten son. And that son, that gift, is giving every day. That's how come we can go to the Father Mm -hmm. for everything that we would have done, would do in our lives. Because we we don't have to kill no animals anymore. Jesus' blood that he shed has the power every day instead of us taking animal to cut and give blush blood afresh. 
Jesus on is fresh every day. So it was the ultimate sacrifice that was given for us, redemption. And like you said, Brother Noel, he is seated at the right hand of the Father, interceding for us. Amen. 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 And so we just have to remember that God's promises, they're sure. They're sure. They're yea and amen, which means yes. And those promises, read God's word. And we will recognize that those promises are there for us today as well, as his children. Amen. So I'd like to thank you, Sister Shalene, for helping us unpack the lesson, Wisdom for Righteous Living, and Elder David Knowles. And we would also like to thank our listening audience for joining us here once again on Eternal Pages. We say be blessed. Amen. Amen.